Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Becoming a Solo Founder, a podcast where I follow my own journey <laughs> and try to discover whether I possibly can move from a full-time job to something that would support me uh, at least on a partial basis and hopefully more. So it's time for episode number five and today is March the 13th, 2020. The world is a little bit in a an uproar, I guess you could say. The coronavirus is becoming a bigger and bigger deal, and people are still trying to figure out exactly how to deal with it, how to respond, I guess, and things are a little bit crazy. So, um, it's a little bit difficult at times like these to uh, kind of shift the focus away from the things that are happening around us to things that are maybe a little bit less important or at least feel a little less important. But I did want to go ahead and record today's episode because even though we're in a bit of a strange time, and that's probably an understatement with a pandemic on our hands, uh, life does continue to move forward and even though it does kind of feel like a parallel universe at times, business and life goes on. So I thought I'd go ahead and record today and just kind of catch you up on where things are, some things that have changed, and stuff like that. First off, it is the 13th. I believe it's been two weeks since I recorded an episode, and I haven't got a lot done in the last couple of weeks on Noodle Studios projects. Uh, that's just kind of the way life goes, especially when you're trying to do something on the side. Things come up. Last week I was involved with the conference as the tech guy, um, so that pretty much took care of any free time I had last week. And while I'm, I'm glad that I can help make that event happen, it does kind of drain things for, for a week or so around the event. So that was last weekend. And then this week, I've been catching up, obviously, on some odds and ends, and today is supposed to be the day that I finally get my 2019 taxes all put together and ready to send off to my accountant. But it is 3.30 p.m., and I have not started... Well, I guess I did start on them. I downloaded some transaction histories, and now I need to go through and call out the things that need to be called out and organize things a little bit nicer for my accountant but that always usually that always takes a couple of hours so I've got a couple hours of that to look forward to yet this evening so that's about it for the what have I been up to or what have I been getting done phase of this podcast episode um, but I did want to briefly talk about a larger change that has occurred and I briefly mentioned this at the top of the last episode, that there were some things that had changed that would affect Nodal Studios, my company, uh, and kind of the direction of things that this podcast is heading towards, I guess. So about two weeks ago now, a little over two weeks ago, I actually talked to my boss and gave him a three-month notice. And yeah, I plan to be doing my own thing starting into June. So I'm going to work for Objective through the end of May and then branch out on my own. Uh, so why why, am I, why did I give him such a long notice? There's a couple of reasons. First of all, 
he's actually traveling right now. It's not a great time to be traveling, probably. But it was a trip that the, he and his family had been planning for a year or so. And things weren't quite uh, as bad coronavirus-wise when they left. Or it was at least unclear. So they went ahead and traveled out of the country. And they're going to be gone for seven or eight weeks now. So I wanted to talk to him face-to-face -face about this uh, change of employment, I guess. And I didn't want to wait till we got back and just have a little bit of time for him to be able to uh, find a replacement for me or shuffle some things around or whatever he needs to do to prepare for me no longer working with him at objective so I wanted to give him plenty of a heads heads up and that's kind of why I went ahead and talked to him about it a couple of weeks ago I also wanted to give myself a little bit of a runway time to um, I guess make sure I get my own house in order. There are a number of things that, um, you know, expenses that I can back off now. I can work on several side projects a little bit harder, knowing that there's a, a set period of time that I have before I need to be able to pull some income from some of this stuff. And yeah, so I wanted to give myself a little bit of a, a runway where I knew the deadline was coming as well uh, so why am I quitting now that's a great question uh, for the past almost a year I've been working four days a week so I work Monday through Thursday and Friday is kind of the day that I try to work on personal things nodal studios things and um, I guess it's simply just I've, I've run out of time and have too many irons in the fire to I just try to do everything on Fridays, plus nights and weekends, obviously. Um, one thing that I hear a lot of when I listen to podcasts and hear other people who have jumped to being founders uh, is that they like the idea of trying to build a side project as they're working at a full-time job or whatever. And I, I think that's all great and, and works well for some folks, but... I really have struggled with sitting in front of a computer for 14 to 16 hours a day between work stuff and non-work stuff. So um, at some point, I think I just need to make the jump, and that's kind of where I've gotten to. And so yeah, I'm, I guess I'm taking this leap, and we'll see how things work as I go out on my own at the end of May and into June. Um, so a question that I hear often with people that I know and and who are near to me is, are you ready for this? And that's a great question. Um, there are a couple of things that make me a little less nervous about making this move now uh, rather than potentially another time, uh, circumstances-wise. Uh, my boss and I are in talks about what it might look like to work together on an ongoing basis even after I leave the company. So maybe some sort of retainer where I continue to continue to do contract work for him and objective. Uh, I have a couple of friends who I've been talking to who have some leads that they are probably going to be sending my way. So that's another thing that is exciting. It's a little bit hard to yourself out there as being available when you're not sure uh, how things are going to go between work and your side projects and your your current time is pretty much full it's really hard to 
uh, tell someone, yeah, I'll do another project and just add it to the pile. So uh, knowing that I'm coming up to a, a cutoff point with my current job and going solo freelance, I guess, um, get, allows me to be able to tell people, you know, when I would have availability on an ongoing basis. So that has been helpful. Um, so another thing I'll just mention is that I am single and I do currently have a, a cost-effective housing arrangement or opportunity, I guess you could say. Um, so I, I should be able to cut my expenses down pretty low. So while it would not be great to not make a lot of money, or not make some money in the coming months. Um, I should be able to get by for a little while. I do have a little bit of a runway, I guess you could say, before I need to really start getting super concerned about whether I'm able to make an income or not. So uh, that's just kind of where I'm at and kind of some of the, the reasoning about why I, I think now is the time to go ahead and jump. Um so yeah, that's kind of where that is. Um, yeah, as I think about this, another thing I, I think about is uh, I'm excited on one hand about the opportunities that this may allow me to pursue. Um, I have a number of things that I've been putting on the back burner or not really pursuing because I just don't have time. Um, but at the, at the other, on the other hand, there's also a distinct feeling of fear and, and being a little bit terrified about not knowing how things are going to go. You know, once you cut off your, your income stream, while um, I don't like to feel like my self-worth or um, whatever is tied to my income, there are definitely things that are tied to my income and my ability to make a living. So uh, on one hand, I'm excited about the future, and on the other hand, I'm a bit terrified. And maybe those things combine to uh, making someone a little more, I don't know how to say it. Maybe maybe that will help me be a little more ferocious, uh, isn't the right term, but as I try to um, go out on my own and figure things out. So uh then the the final question that i thought i would just briefly touch on is the what are you going to do once you do go out on your own thing and that's a fair question i haven't entirely figured it out i like a lot of things and i enjoy doing a lot of things so for now i'm probably going to or for now uh what i mean is when i go out on my own i'll probably be focusing on a number of different things and trying to uh just kind of feel out where the best way for me to pursue uh, will be going forward. The couple of things I definitely have in mind is web design and development. That's what I've been doing for the last number of years. Um, I enjoy a lot of that and I enjoy working with clients directly and helping them come up with a plan to go from what they currently have or what they don't have at all website-wise to a website that hopefully helps uh, share their message in a way that connects with the people they're trying to reach. And ultimately, if their business uh, drives sales or whatever they need. And hopefully, uh, possibly I can work with some, some NGOs or um, organizations like that where they're not able to 
afford maybe such a great uh, web experience, but I'd like to be able to work with some clients like that where I can come in and really help boost their their platform online and their ability to reach their donors and, and people who need to hear their message, I guess. So that's kind of the website of things. The, the other thing that I've enjoyed for years is photography and video. I've done some of that um, on a freelance basis over the last number of years, and I may kind of dive back into that on a, on a part-time-ish basis. So I have a number of things I'm thinking about and pursuing, I guess. So we'll just have to kind of see how things play out over the next eight months, ten months, year, and just kind of see what happens. That's the the approach I'm sort of taking to this whole thing. And if something works out, great. If not, I guess I can always go try to find a job again. And the experiment can, can end multiple different ways. But, yeah, that is what I'm hoping to be doing. All right, so a few things here to wrap up this episode as it's getting longer than it probably should be. I just want to say that I am super appreciative of my boss, Cliff Griffin. He is, um, at this point, more than a boss. He's my friend. And although he'd like me to stay with the company, uh, he's also at least somewhat supportive of of my uh, desire to see if I can make it on my own. Uh, He did that at one point himself, so he kind of knows the the uh, entrepreneurial pool, I guess, that I've been feeling the last while as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. This podcast episode is episode number five of the Becoming a Solo solo Founder. Uh, I guess that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, podcast. If you're interested in more information or to listen to other episodes, you can head over to becomingasolofounder.com and find more episodes there or find out more about me and uh, what I am doing and how you can get in touch if you really want to. So that's it for now. Uh, let's all stay safe if we can in the coming weeks. And thank you all for listening. We'll talk again soon. See ya.